Dear God, we pray that Brian Stone make it through this day. In your name we pray. Whatever, dude. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Very hard to say my name correctly. Like Brian. Yeah, Brian. What's your deal, man? Your midweek download destination. I like his style. It's a sort of casual elegance. I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Note to self, don't change for Note to self, don't die. Welcome in to the most downloaded, the most easily accessible, and most listened to podcast in the city of Chattanooga. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Weekly Dose for August 23rd, 2017, a show I wasn't even planning on doing because I put it out on social media that I wasn't going to do it. And then I said, you know what? I changed my mind. Yes, I am. A couple of different reasons. Consistency is king in anything in life, so that's part of it. But what's cool in the podcasting industry is you don't have to be right on time, since it is an on-demand kind of um, listening option for people. It's not as important about when you do it, but I do come from the radio world, and I do think that consistency and being on time and being when you say where you say you're going to be is very important As a matter of fact i think that's very important in anything in life do what you say you're going to do mean what you say say what you mean i think that's a high quality in, uh, in in anybody walking around doing anything for any reason and so normally what i do as I sit down uh, early week monday ish into the weekend and I start making mental notes, and I and I literally pen to paper, jot some of them down, uh, or really at any time that I, I I see something, hear something, read something that I'd like to comment on, I kind of make a mental note or a, a physical note. Or if I'm sitting at my computer at my day job, which is part of where all this is coming from tonight, I've got a page always open, a word page that just says, Stone on Air, Idea Sheet. And if I think of something just out of nowhere or, again, hear, read, or see something, I just quickly type it up there and just leave it there, leave it running for a week. Sometimes I get a lot of those, sometimes not many at all, depending on how the week goes. And this week I had a few. I got so infuriated with the mayor uh, dropping as a trustee the city of Chattanooga from the Confederate burial ground, the cemetery over off 3rd Street near the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. I did a pop-up podcast over the weekend, which normally those are live. I don't call them pop-up. I call them the, uh, the tour stops. So I just jumped on Saturday night and did a 20-minute show just to get a point out because I felt like it, felt like it could not wait until the middle of the next week. Sometimes stories die off. This one hasn't, but you never know. And that one at the time felt like it was something I needed to get out there right then. And so this week I was getting ready to do this week's show. And I realized, well, I didn't really have all that much. So I got one sheet here. I got two here. I got a third here. And then over the weekend, I ended up just kind of spacing out from real life. Enjoyed my weekend tremendously the weekend of the uh, 18th 19th and 20th tremendously uh, hung out with uh, a person I really enjoy spending time with and that was a lot of fun 
And then leading into Monday, which was Eclipse Day, which I'll get to on the tail end of this uh, one-segment show. I'm not even breaking this up in segments today. This is a one-segment show. But leading into Eclipse Monday, of course, I'm. you guys know me. If I've had a quote-unquote fun weekend, well, then Monday I'm sluggish. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having to dust the cobwebs out a little bit. And so Eclipse Day rolls around and kind of changes my overall thought process on a lot of things because of that event. And I didn't give it a lot of thought going into it or respect for that matter. And I think I learned something from potentially tempering your expectations. And I think some people might think, well, if you if you have low expectations, then you're, you know, that's that's good defeating great. No, 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 not necessarily. And I'll get to that towards the tail end of the show of the tail end of the only segment. That's the only kind of teased out thing I'm going to do. For the beginning here, I'm just going to kind of hodgepodge and and throw out a few of the thoughts that I had that were layered in a full show, but without a show sheet and out in a real direction and out without any real segments. I'm just going to kind of bullshit around here and hope that's okay with you. If not, feel free to bail out. See you later. Come back next week. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. I get how this could be a little bit boring. For the, some of the segments that I was going to do, the Stone Mountain Carvings at Stone Mountain, Mountain Park in Georgia, the Democratic, uh, I don't know if it's a nominee, if they've even got that far, just a, a hopeful, a Democratic hopeful for a governor of Georgia wants to like carve that out of the side of the Stone Mountain. I, I, I cannot take this anymore. Go back to the pop-up podcast from uh, the la- last weekend. I just, it's, it's just, it's making my head hurt. Uh, The new Lookout Stadium proposal, or at least the concept, the idea, is coming to the south end, even further down by St. Elmo, to that massive redevelopment that is going to happen where the, I think it's Whelan Foundry and the U.S. Pipe Company or whatever it was. It's like 50-plus acres. I think it's way more than that. I'm just going, I'm I'm lowballing there. It's a massive plot of land that's right there off to the right of 24, coming off of Moccasin Bend. People coming from Nashville, people coming from the north could drive in and through Chattanooga and not even realize they were in a city if they just if they bypassed and went to the to the ridge cut into Knoxville and Atlanta. They wouldn't see one single thing that let them know they were even in Chattanooga other than a river. And without having any understanding of the city's geography, you wouldn't even know that. If you redevelop that entire area, that which right now just looks like a Walking Dead filming set, I mean, it truly is hauntingly creepy looking. If you can redesign that, put in a mixed-use ballpark, mixed-use uh, entertainment area, living, socializing, quality-of-life-improving area, kind of like what has happened in Atlanta and the battery in uh, North North Atlanta and Marietta and Cobb County. That would be huge. I am a big fan of that. If anybody tells you we shouldn't spend tax money on that, tell them that they're idiots and just shut up. And tax money gets misused and wasted every single day. This is not a bad use of tax dollars. The on-ramps and off-ramps on Highway 27 that are temporary to be sure because of all this construction are a big deal. And I had it in my podcast last week, but I cut it out because I had more important things I wanted to get to, and it hit the cutting room floor. I edited it out because I just I didn't want to lose people. It was the uh, Mojo Burrito communist Nazi thing, and I didn't want people to check out because they were waiting too long to get to what they actually wanted to hear. So I cut it out. It's even worse now, though. They got rid of the yield signs. If you're familiar with 27 Downtown at all, which is now under the, the biggest dollar amount anyway, construction, redesign, repurpose 
in the history of Tennessee interstates or highway systems. Well, they have at least three, maybe four on ramps on a couple on MLK, one on fourth, one other one in there somewhere that were they had just yield signs up. And these aren't these aren't ramps you merge on. You stop if there's cars coming. And the cars that are on 27 flying through there, speeding all the time, don't realize that those aren't merging ramps. They don't realize, oh, I better get out of the way because there's no warning signs to let them know that. Remember, as I talk about, we don't have signs and we don't know what to do in the United States of America on the roadways. But this, I, I don't blame the drivers on this one at all. This, is, this was potentially poor planning from this phase of the reconstruction. And I know it's difficult, and I know people are, are, are working on tight budgets and really tight areas. I mean, they're having to take out sides of, of hills and stuff to try to make this work. But having three or four on-ramps that are all at stop signs where you're, where you're zero to 45 and however many seconds and having traffic blowing by you at faster than 45, that's dangerous. And they so they just put in stop signs. I don't think that's going to make it better. It might. It probably will, actually, now that I think about it. Because people understand the word stop much better than yield. Yield means you, you get discretion. Stop is a matter of fact, right? Stop. That means don't go anymore. Yield means uh, figure it out for yourself. And that's where I will put it on the drivers. Figuring it out for themselves is not something that they do well. So all I say to that one is just stay away from it. Stay away from it. Drive further down south. Drive further down south and find an exit ramp or an on-ramp or any, any somewhere other than right down in the mix of 4th and, and, and MLK because it's dangerous. And as long as you just stay away from it, you won't have to worry about it. Record household debt from oh, since 2008 and millennials are killing everything. I'll do those topics both coming up next week. Also, one other thing I will put off to more next week is the, uh, the big fight. Big fight between Mayweather and... McGregor, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I think it's stupid. So I think I'd rather give my opinion once it's over than give my opinion going in because I think the fix is in on this. Of course, the, M the MMA guy and then the boxer who's never lost. And it's, I believe, a, just a big television program and it's a bunch of WWE-style stuff and I wouldn't be surprised if the fight's fixed. So I'll talk about that more next week as well. But that kind of does it for some of the subject matter that I would have spent a lot more time digging into, unpacking, digesting, and, and, and giving more opinion to if I was more in a framework of mind to do that. But I have what's coming up here, a occupational shift, if you will. And of you know, the last year and a couple of months, the uh, radio station gig went away. And now in this setting I'm in, the day job is looking to be in, um, I don't want to say in jeopardy, but it's close. There was a buyout at my day job, and I've worked in the beer business for 15 years, but I'm not really a beer guy. I've had just kind of this odd, uh, really works out well for me and worked out for the company that I've worked for uh, for all this time in a uh, just kind of a, a different kind of position. It's hard to describe without knowing the industry or at least knowing our company. I might still have work with this company. I might not. Um, I might have work in a whole new field. All I know is for sure is that coming up here the next six weeks or so, I am going to have an occupational shift like I have never seen. And it comes at a really bad time, as a matter of fact. 
but I'm not worried about it. I'm not overly stressed about it. I'm going to, I'm going to make the best of it and figure something out. But it does, it did kind of change my, my attitude and my approach going into this, this weekend, because it's, it's odd when you look back on how your life goes, it's like 2008, great year, 2009 sucked, 2016, awful, 2017 for me, great until the last like month and a half, but it's still such a good year so far that overall it doesn't mean that this year sucks. Just kind of roll with the punches, right? I mean, we all have to deal with this. This isn't new. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But you always get sometimes those stretches of time that are so bizarre or so mesmerizing or so thought-provoking or so potentially life and mind-changing. And I'm not trying to overblow this, but in the last handful of days in this week, it's kind of been that way for me. And part of it has to do with this eclipse, and part of it, I kind of learned a little bit more, something I already knew, to t- learn to temper your expectations. And sometimes people might sit there and think and say, oh, well, yeah, okay, so you're just dumbing it down, so you're making it easier to be satisfied. You know, the, the good being the enemy of great thing that Tim Kelly always talks about. Well, I understand where he's coming from. But sometimes you set expectations too high, and you never know what you're going to get, and you'll often be disappointed because you set yourself up to fail. And that's person to person, case by case, variable to variable. More on that in just a second. But so coming into this weekend, I had a great weekend with somebody I enjoyed their company very much. And then into Monday, that the eclipse was coming. Now, I'm not into science. I'm not into spirituality. I'm not into... Uh, the sun and the moon and the stars and where we all came from. I mean, I finally say it out loud after years of, of trying kind of beating around the bush and sometimes borderline lying about it. I am an agnostic 100%. It is not something I spend any time worrying about or slash caring about. So Monday rolls around. I don't even have these eclipse glasses. You know, the first eclipse since 100 million trillion years ago or whatever it is. And I'm just kind of shaking off a, a, a long weekend and just thinking, well, hell, I guess I'll go check this thing out. And because I had zero expectations for it. I did not think it was going to be anything that cool. There's been partial eclipses over the years when people talked about it. I've never cared about any of that. And when I heard about the, the, you know, the totality where, you see, where it goes dark for a minute, and I just didn't know what to expect, and I just didn't really care. I've had a lot of stuff on my mind, a lot of stuff going on, and where the moon was positioned with the sun wasn't something I was exactly all that interested in or overly concerning with. But that day kind of unfolded of just kind of like, you know, all right, that was a great weekend. Things are a little up in the air overall, you know, a little dicey, but let's just hang out out here in the parking lot and check this thing out. And I got these glasses from somebody had an extra pair at work. And we had a handful of us all out in the, in the parking lot. We're in downtown Chattanooga, Broad Street. And I still don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know what this is going to be. And we're looking through the glasses and we see the, 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 the moon, you know, coming over across the, the sun. And it's, you know, ever so slowly. But you keep seeing it becoming more and more and more of a fingernail. You know, just more and more like that, the high life girl on the moon thing, that, that cutout. And it gets more and more, and you start seeing the sky, and it's getting hazy. You know, it, it feels weird outside. 
feels strange. It's like eerie feeling. And I, I had to run back home, uh, backing up a little bit here. I had to run back home before uh, this happened be- for no particular reason worth discussing, but then came right back. There was nobody on the interstate. It was completely dead. Then I got downtown, and now we're like 10 minutes away from this thing starting to really become a thing. There's no cars on the, on the, on the streets of Broad Street. Downtown, busy downtown Chattanooga. Hustling and bustling on a Monday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Not a single car on the streets. A handful of people walking up around from the Chattanooga Hotel across the street to some other businesses. I don't know what they are. Up on their roofs, up on their balconies, stopped at the corners. It's just quiet. It's just, you, it's, it's just, it's, it was wild, wildly calm, wildly simple. And then as the moon went across, we had 90, what is it? 98.9 or 99.2, whatever it is, coverage of the moon, of the moon of over the sun. And it was still such a fiery monster of, uh, of a star that it would still blast your eyeballs out of your head. There was kind of just that thought I got a little bit more later of like, my goodness, the sun is like four billion miles away. I don't even know what I, mean, I had all the I had all the numbers pulled off here. I don't even know where they are right now. It's like umpteen billion, uncountable jillion, billion years away, light years of miles away. And it's so hot with even only 0.7 percent of it shining through in the middle of the day. It'll still burn your retinas out of your eyes. That alone was something that made me think, wow, what a powerful powerful thing that you just don't sit around and think about all that much and then it got just far enough to where it became dusk where we were at no 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 dark but very dusk like 8 30 ish you know 8 30 at night during the summertime boom all the street lights came on all the all the uh, solar street lights came on on broad street the first tennessee bank right across the street every light every one of them turned on and then the and the, the and most people heard this it was so so awesomely weirdly cool all the crickets that you know you hear at night that 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 just are so loud as the sun goes down boom there they were there they were and then for a minute we're all just like wow and i'm i'm in a parking lot with people i don't even like i mean a couple of them i like just fine a couple of them i don't care about and a couple of them i straight up just really dislike their presence and we were all just like wow how cool or awesome or weird or bizarre is this and it was really neat and when it was over it was kind of like i don't know what that was i'm not sure what kind of feeling i'm supposed to have all i know is it was pretty neat and it was the closest thing i'm going to get to feeling to something kind of supernatural something kind of spiritual the fact that this can be this can be calculated down to the very second across the continent, the globe, and when this will happen. And just the fact that we know that this will happen again in seven years, two days before my 44th birthday on April 8th, 2024, and know that, especially because of now, I see that it doesn't miss by a second, that they can go that far in advance and know it's going to happen again nearby here, not in the same stretch, but, but in the States. It's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. It is something that feels like it's not real. Something that feels like it's it's made up. And it's not. It's exact science. And exact science does not 
lie. Back to when I was talking about the expectations. I was listening to a lot of different radio shows across the country, reading different pieces, reading different social medias for the rest of that day, and I got a lot of people who were talking about how disappointed they were in what they saw. They thought felt, felt like they were left let down by what happened. I think people were expecting a more pitch black or very dark totality kind of thing when they weren't in that region. I think people were like me. They didn't quite understand what they were looking for, but they thought, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be great. Guys, I walked in, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even really care. <laughs> I was a guy without glasses and said, I don't need glasses. I'll just look up at the damn sun a couple times. So it was, oh, yeah, I can't look at the sun at least once? Give me a break. Well, of course, that's the stupidest thing you could possibly say. But when's the last time you thought about looking at the sun? Oh, I don't know. Fifth grade when you were told constantly to not do it? Of course you can't look at the sun. I just hadn't thought about it in 35 years. Well, 27 years. Whatever it was. So my expectations were this isn't going to be all that big a deal. It's not that. Who cares? Let's just go check it out real quick. And then realized that this was something bigger than just some, you know, star shooting across the sky or some some kind of uh, whatever that goes out intergalactically. The universe is a insanely intricate and interesting thing that it's something I just never think about. And my expectations were tempered. And I think sometimes if you do that with anything in life, like a new job you might have to get or an occupational shift or an, a, a relationship with, with, a, with another person in any setting that that might be if you temper your expectations you might just find yourself more satisfied more easily now i'll hear the argument of well that's being good not great i think the variables depend on what that is regardless of what you're talking about i thought the solar eclipse of 2017 was absolutely incredible my name is brian stone this is the stone on air podcast the weekly dose a shortened version for August 23rd, 2017. I encourage you to go back and listen to the pop-up podcast I did over the weekend, which I think is a much higher quality podcast than the one I just did right now. But it's an interesting week. It's a strange time, but it's all good. And I'm very excited about a lot of the cool things going on. The new website is still being worked on. That's not going to stop. Going to try to get a more video aspect to it here before too long. Some of this might stall it and make it even later, maybe in the beginning of next year. But that's still part of the goal as well so i encourage you to continue to follow along i would say don't be a fraud but if you're a listener to this i know you're not a fraud i would say the truth is easy to remember but if you listen to this you likely already know that the truth is very simple to recall and i would say continue to watch this space but i can tell from the feedback that i get and the dedicated listeners that i have in the city of chattanooga and the region of the southeast I know you already are watching this space, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Brian Stone. We'll do it again next week. Get back to a more structured show with elements and all this stuff and some actual, um, we'll call it uh, show prep and work into it rather than just kind of flying off the seat of my pants for about 25 minutes or so. Enjoy the brew fest this weekend. I will not be there because of a handful of reasons. I may tell you a little bit more about it last next week, but it, it's nothing. It's not important. I just decided to sit it out because uh, I just didn't really feel like it. I don't even really feel like doing anything this weekend. I might do nothing. I might go to Nashville and go to the Titans preseason game. I just don't know. I will figure that out as it gets closer. You guys enjoy your week. Thank you for being here. We'll see you later. Bye.